Yo, 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 what is good, everyone? Welcome back to yet again another podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a full force. We got some huge talks to talk about. We got some sports to talk about. We have retirement in the NFL. Coronavirus affecting the sports world once again. Then we got reviewing my picks from the weekend of the XFL, the NBA, college basketball. And then we're going to dig down today into the conference tournaments. And I will make my conference tournament picks today. Yes, I am making them today. I don't want them to be picked during the tournament run. I want to pick them before the conference tournament starts for most of the leagues. So let's get right into it, guys. Let's start with this. The NFL has lost a good one, guys. Eight-time Pro Bowler, offensive guard for the Baltimore Ravens, Marshall Yonda is retiring. He announced today they're going to have a press conference later this week in Baltimore for it. And uh, I think it's going to be a huge loss for Baltimore. I think he was the main leader core for that offensive line. He helped protect... uh, Lamar Jackson, and now you don't have that big leadership, big type of player on that offensive line to help direct traffic when a blitz is coming and all that. So I think that's a huge loss. I don't think people are going to really notice it until later on in the start of the season. Like I feel more times or not, they're going to come off the right side now because that's where Marshall Yonda uh, was blocking. I saw a stat today. Uh, he had only gave up one sack in the like, last three years. So, yeah, Marshall Yonda, he's going to be a big loss for Baltimore. Now, I mean, it awfully, obviously helps when uh, Lamar Jackson has been running around in the pocket and probably avoiding some of those sacks. But, I mean, it's still going to be a huge loss for the Baltimore Ravens. And now they may have to go out to free agency or in the first round get an offensive lineman to fill the void of where Marshall Yonda was. All right, let's move on to the coronavirus in the sports world, boys. Uh, Last week, the NHL goes, hey, we don't think it's right that we have any more press conferences, no more, like, interviewers in the locker room, no media session because of the coronavirus. Then the NBA has adapted to that now, and so has the MLB. So, yeah. So now you have the NHL, the NBA, and MLB having no press conference, no interviews, no media outlets inside the locker rooms to talk to their players just due to the fact of the coronavirus and everyone worried about players and athletes getting sick. There was Trey Young was with the flu. People were going nuts. They thought he maybe had the corona. He doesn't. Uh, I want to think it was the Denver Nuggets head coach. He was put into the Utah hospital because of flu-like symptoms. He doesn't have the coronavirus. I mean, people are going nuts over this. Listen, guys, all you got to do is wash your hands. Just remember to cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough. Literally, the coronavirus is not as bad as the flu. We are just making it that way because we really don't have anything to cure the coronavirus. But all you guys have to do is wash your hands like I would say at least every time you touch something you don't know, wash your hands, cover your mouth when you sneeze, cover your mouth when you uh, cough. I mean, do the simple things to keep yourself germ-free, I should say. I mean, this is getting blown to the proportion just because of what's happening overseas. We got we to gotta take a step back and think about what is happening in this world. Be, be kind to 
well, be kind, obviously, but just be thoughtful of others. Don't spread germs. That's what the thing is. It's the germ thing, guys. Yeah? Like, we just got to be more adapt to change in our changes. I mean, we should be doing this every day, but most people, I guess, don't, is cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough and wash your hands. I mean, that's those are the simple things to do to help not spread germs. So, yeah, MLB, NHL, and NBA, no more press conferences, no more uh, interviews, social media outlets. It's, it's going to be kind of weird. NBA does meet Wednesday with the owners and GMs about maybe no fans while basketball games are going on. That would be something I, I... As much as it would pay me to say it would suck, I feel like they may have to go to that. And it's going to suck because I don't want them to go to that because that's just boring because then all you're going to hear is squeaky shoes. It's going to be like if you walk into a rec, rec center and they're playing basketball there. It's going to be like that. It's going to be kind of weird. I don't know if the mo- the motivation and joy for the players will be there when there's no fans in the attendance. But we'll we, we will see what happens in that meeting on Wednesday for the NBA. All right, guys, let's move on to my review for the picks. And let's start with the XFL. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I finally got past the 2-2 two two record, guys. I went 3-1 and one this week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the only team I did not pick right was the St. Louis Battlehawks, but we'll get into that game in a minute. But let's first start with the Houston Roughnecks versus the Seattle Dragons, which the Roughnecks won 32-23. I predicted the Roughnecks to win. They're still undefeated. Uh, I just had that feeling. I predicted 27-19. The final score ended up actually being 32-23. to So, I mean, all around good game. For the Roughnecks, the Dragons, they played pretty well. The Dragons actually have been surprising me of the last couple games. They've been playing better. So we'll see what, what's going on in my head on Thursday when I make my picks. I may pick you, Seattle. I mean, uh, Seattle. Yeah, I may be picking you, man. You've been playing pretty well late. All right, let's move on to the New York Guardians versus the Dallas Renegades. I also picked the Guardians to win. And, you know, I said, hey, I think the Guardians are going to win this game because they put in a different quarterback last week. He gave them a boost. I think they're, they got that momentum going. They got a little swag. I picked the Guardians to win 25-16. They ended up winning 30-12. to They dominated this game against the Dallas Renegades. And they, they just were the better team on this day. They won 30-12. to Guardians are looking pretty good with that new quarterback in uh, as the leader on that offense. Now, the one game I did miss was right here. I had the St. Louis Battlehawks beating the D.C. Defenders 28-23. Uh, to 23. Uh, It ended up being Defenders winning 15-6, to 6, a very low-scoring game, very sloppy game. It was a road game for the Battlehawks, and it shows that they're not good, as good on the road as they are at home. I do believe the only time you do beat the Battlehawks is when you keep them very low scoring and they make a lot of mental mistakes. I know there are a lot of flags, some turnovers the Battlehawks did. They just got to get themselves together and they will be fine. That's their only second loss. They're still the second best team in the XFL right behind the Roughnecks. Roughnecks are something to mess with. They're undefeated, as I said earlier. But yeah, so the DC Defenders did win. Moving on to the LA Wildcats. Versus the Tampa Bay Vipers, I picked the LA Wildcats to win. Like I said, I don't pick the Vipers much, or will I ever hardly. But I picked the Wildcats to win 18-11. to 
This game was actually a very high-scoring, competitive game. The Wildcats won 41-34. to And let me tell you something. The Vipers have shown me something of late the last couple weeks. They're playing well. They got a win last week, and they're playing really well. They played tough with the Wildcats. They actually had the lead for quite some time. They would go back and forth with the lead. It ended up being the Wildcats winning this one. But the Vipers are proving they are getting better each and every week. And you may see me in the near future actually letting off the letting off the gas pedal of being so hatred to the Vipers because they are proving they are getting better each and every week. Let's move on to the NBA where this week I was very not so well. I went against the Lakers twice and they uh, they proved me wrong twice. I went one and two this weekend in my NBA picks. The first one up, I picked the Bucks to beat the Lakers. Well, the Lakers beat the Bucks. The Lakers actually won 113-103. to Big news was was Giannis versus uh, LeBron James MVP battle. Now, Giannis did get hurt late in the game, but the game was pretty much already over at the time. You just felt like, even though the game wasn't really over, it just felt the momentum was switching. The Lakers had the momentum. They had that crowd. They were up, I think, by 8 when he actually injured himself. He stayed in the game, but he wasn't himself. And... Uh, yeah, the Lakers went on to win this game. You know, Giannis, he'll be out for at least this week. They will reevaluate him at the end of the week to see if he will be ready to play again. My next game, I picked the Warriors to beat the 76ers. And uh, let me tell you something. I can't believe I got this one right. Because later that day, that Saturday, they go, hey, Steph Curry's not playing. I go, what? So... When I heard that news, I'm like, oh my god, oh god, the 76ers are going to beat the Warriors. I'm going to go 0 for 2 to start my weekend. And then it ended up being wrong. The Warriors actually beat the 76ers 118 to 114 without Curry. Like I said, it was kind of crazy. 76ers were leading most of the game. Al Horford was playing well. And then late in the, like, third quarter, start of the fourth quarter, something clicked for the Warriors. I mean, they were always close. It was like a 10-point game throughout, but something clicked, and they got going. Andrew Wiggins hit some shots. Lee hit some shots, and uh, they stole the ball, and uh, they got the lead. It was awesome to see the Warriors win without Curry. They haven't done that much this year. As you know, they're the worst team in the NBA, but they did beat the 76ers, and like I said, the 76ers are very worrisome to me. They cannot win when Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid are out, and both of them are out right now. It's kind of scary. I don't know what the 76ers will do. They need to get one of them back ASAP, or they may fall deeper down in the East Conference playoff spot. So that could be bad news for the 76ers. Then the last game, I took the Clippers over the Lakers, and the Lakers decided to win again. Lakers beat Clippers 112-103, to and... Uh, I have nothing to say, but yeah, the Lakers played better on this day than the Clippers did. Uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Avery Bradley, they played well, very well for the Lakers. Clippers had Paul George, had obviously Kawhi, you had uh, Montrezl Harrell, but I mean, there's some other players that were missing some shots that usually hit some shots, so it was just an off day for the Clippers. It happens, you know, the Lakers wanted it more this day, and they deserved, they got the win, rightly so. I still believe the Clippers are the best team in the Western Conference. I I don't want to hear anything else. I do believe the Clippers will come out of the Western Conference when it's all said and done. Just because of the depth they have on that team and the reliability the Clippers do have over the Lakers. So with that, I did go 1-2. and two. Let's move on to the college basketball. My review for those, I did also go 1-2 and two with these picks. 
Yes, uh, yeah, sadly. Yeah, it was not very good for basketball picks this week. Uh, I picked Creighton to beat St. Hall. Creighton did end up winning. I thought they were the better team. They're all, they've only lost one game at home. They went out. They showed up. They beat St. Hall. I then picked Louisville to beat Virginia. I was This one was the hard one. I was like, I want to take Virginia, but I think Louisville's the better team. I think Louisville's going to come out stronger. Well, Virginia came out, played well, won the game, rightfully so. Congratulations to Virginia. They, uh, they're playing some very well basketball right now at the very right time with March right here and March Madness coming, ACT tournament coming. So they are playing very well at the very right time. We'll see what they can do heading into March Madness. In the last game, the Duke versus UNC game, I said I would take UNC. I just thought UNC would not allow a season sweep, and they did. Uh, Duke beat UNC for, uh, it was the first time since 2015, Duke swept the series in the regular season. So, it shows you that usually it's a either miss or, uh, miss or break when it comes to the season sweep because Duke hadn't swept UNC since 2015. Now, that also goes to show that probably North Carolina's had some sweeps between that time, but they've also had a lot of draws or ties in the season series. So it just shows how I thought relatively where I was coming from. Just saying North Carolina's just not had a good year with injuries, not as much talent as they're used to, but you never know what North Carolina could do, and it looks like they won't make the tournament, and that's going to stink for Roy Williams. But let's move on to some picks I'm going to make. Like I said, I want to make some conference tournament picks right now today. Let's start with the Big 12. Big 12 is held in Kansas City, Missouri. Woo, woo! Who do I have winning this? Um, the, the the smart choice for me would be to take Kansas. You know, Kansas has been playing well. Kansas is the better team in the Big 12. And then there's my stupid self. And I'm going with my stupid conscious self. And I'm taking the team that has not looked good ever since they played Kansas and lost to Kansas at their home court. I am taking the Baylor Bell, the Bay, Baylor Bears to win the Big 12 tournament. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. I just feel like they're going to turn it around. They've been playing sloppy the last couple games. I think they find something and they go on a run in the Big 12 tournament and they win it. They probably will play Kansas in the Big 12 tournament championship no matter if they win it or lose it. But I do believe they beat Kansas in the tournament championship game. And they win the Big 12. Moving on to the SEC. This one was a tough one, man. Like, there's not a solid, all-around great team. There are a lot of good teams. And there's some teams that will shock you probably come to SEC tournament. Like, you want to talk about, you have to have luck going into March. Missouri, the Missouri Tigers had luck. I mean, they were sitting, they had to have four things go their way Saturday to get the 10 seed in the bye. And all four of those things went their way to get the 10 seed and the bye, so they don't play till Thursday. Now, I'm not saying Mizzou's going to win the SEC tournament by no means. They may get one win. That's about it. Uh, but I have big, big blue nation, Kentucky Wildcats winning the SEC tournament. I think they will play Auburn in the championship game, and they will beat Auburn in the championship game. Moving on to the Big Ten. The Big Ten is stacked. The Big Ten and the ACC are the, the two conferences. Well, I mean, all these conferences could have anybody win it, but I mean, the, the Big Ten and the ACC have the most like top 25 teams going into this these conference tournaments. I, I just feel like the team I feel that can win the Big Ten 
is the team with the most veteran coach, Tom Izzo. They're playing very well. Cassius Winston as a beloved senior for Michigan State. I have picked Michigan State to win this. I think they will play Maryland in the championship game. It'll be either Maryland or it could be... Uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams you could think of for the Big Ten. You got Illinois. Iowa could get there. Michigan, maybe. Michigan's been playing la- uh, sloppy the last time. But, I mean, there's a lot of teams. Rutgers has been playing well this year. They're going to probably make the tournament. So, I mean, you never know. But I'm going with Michigan State. The Spartans, Spartan up. I think Tom Izzo, Cassius Winston, Tillman play well enough to win the Big Ten tournament. Moving on to the ACC. Like I said, this is a stacked one. Man, you have Virginia, Louisville, Florida State, Duke, just to name a couple. I mean, you never know what North Carolina could do. But like I said, North Carolina, I don't think can win it all. They would have to win. Like they would have to play four straight days or five straight days, and that would be so tough. I do have Louisville winning this. I don't know why I picked Louisville. It makes no sense to me why I'm picking Louisville. Uh, I feel like Florida State would be the the smart pick, the number one. Or you could go even with Duke. You never know. But I, I think it's gonna be Louisville versus Duke in the championship. It's either Louisville versus Duke or Louisville versus Florida State in the championship. Who knows? And I'm picking Louisville. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I picked Kentucky in the ACC, uh, in the SEC and Louisville in the ACC. I don't know, man. I just feel like Louisville's got a team where they can mismatch. They can play mismatches with you on offense, and then they can play defense, man-to-man, zone, press, whatever they need to do. And they got some big players out there. I just think Louisville has the right scheme to go out there and win the ACC tournament, but we'll we'll see. What we will see is great games. Moving on to the Pac-12, and to me, I think this is the easiest of all of them. I'm going with Oregon. Uh, Oregon's been the all-around best team in the Pac-12. Yeah, there's some teams under them that could surprise you with some wins and all that, like UCLA out of nowhere has won a lot of games. Arizona State, Arizona, uh, USC, they could win some games. I... I just like Oregon a lot. Um, I think Oregon will be playing Arizona in the Pac-12 championship. And I believe Oregon will go out there and win it. I think Oregon will be a two-seed come March Madness if they do win the Pac-12 championship. But that is it. So Big 12, Baylor, SEC, Kentucky, Big 10, Michigan State, ACC, Louisville, Pac-12, Oregon. And um, I I mean, I like my picks. Obviously, I doubt all of them are going to be right. I hope at least I get two of these right, but we will see. And moving on to the last final thing, another coronavirus thing. But this happened literally today, about two hours ago. The Ivy League has canceled their conference championship, conference tournament for the boys and girls due to the coronavirus. Uh, That means Yale receives the automatic bid for the men and Princeton wins it for the girls. They just went with who was the number one, who was going to be the number one seed in the conference tournament, and it ended up being those two. So, congrats to Yale and Princeton for the easiest automatic bid ever because you didn't have to worry about losing. So, that is cool for you guys, but yeah, this coronavirus is going nuts. It is sad to hear that they would have to cancel that because conference tournaments bring in a lot of money, revenue, and everything. Brings in that dramatic factor for everyone. I love tournament time for college basketball and it sucks to see that they had to cancel it because of the coronavirus but guys that is it for the episode 
Uh, come Thursday, more previews. We'll go over a little bit of how my predictions for the tournament's going, see what's going on with it. But until next until next time on Thursday or Friday, whenever I get the podcast recorded, I will talk to you all later. Peace.